you keep having sex with your ex. Is it because you love them or do you just hate yourself? Pick a side, stupid. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid, a comedy debate show that covers the important issues. Now, here's your host, Sean Carter. This week, we're going to talk about breakups. Oh, that's right. This was your idea, Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah Morgan is here with me. Hello. And she had the idea to talk about breakups. We invited in Will Durgan. Hello. And Scott Otto. Hi. And I guess everybody has a breakup story, so we're going to go through a few of them tonight, and then we'll do the debate all about breakups later on in the show. So, Sarah, why did you want to talk about this topic? Let's get into it. I just thought that it would be something that every single person would have a story for. So it was a good, like, kind of broad topic with a lot of... I like personal stories, so it's a lot of interesting personal... Like, we've talked a lot about, like, movies and seasons and holidays lately, so I wanted to take it back to something a little more personal. Sure, we've been, like, deflecting. (laughs) Like, like, let's not talk about me. Let's talk about, like, 90s music. Mm -hmm. We've been avoiding our emotions and our feelings on this show. Sure. So, uh, let's get into a story. Who has a good breakup story? I mean, do you want to talk about one that you got broken up with or that you did the breaking up with? I mean, I can tell my, my one sob story just to kick it off. Oh, like, going with a sad one? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not sad anymore because I was like 21 when it happened, but my... Um, my college boyfriend who I dated for like three years or something like that, but I was like head over heels in love, like, well, sure. I was going to marry him. Um, I got my roommate a job with him because she was having a hard time finding a job and they had like the same major or something. This was after they had graduated. I was still in school and she'd been like interning there and then she started working there. And then eventually one of my friends was like, They've been having sex for like months and we just had to tell you because you're so innocent and naive about this and it is painful to watch. And I was like, oh, (laughs) like even thinking about it this many years later is like just so cringy. And she was like, but we all really like you. And I was like, thanks. I feel (laughs) so much better now. Um, But I had been like living with this girl and she was one of my best friends. And apparently they had been going on like business trips, but actually staying at like a shitty hotel nearby in town and i was like it's like a bad cliche but did you confront them about it yes i did how did that go um i mean actually they like neither of them showed any emotion at all they were both just like well this is what happened tough and i was like okay well clearly i'm moving out and my roommate was like you can't do that you're like you owe money for rent and i was like oh you can go fuck yourself (laughs) (laughs) fuck yourself right right out the door i'm out of here um and then she asked me to help her like friend move in and i was like also i'm not gonna do that like i recognize that i've been a sucker for the past six months but it ends today oh my god and then I have gotten to see her probably once a year since then because we still have mutual friends. So at every wedding or like college gathering, I get the pleasure of hanging yeah, out with fun. the two of them. Yeah. <laughs> so are they oh, wow. still together? Yeah, they're married. They have two kids. Yeah. <laughs> very successful. Very happy. Um, things seem to be going just swimmingly for them. <laughs> so you get to see both of them? When? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. wow. Together. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's great. <laughs> yeah. That's I tough. still like, though, that you're... you're um, Worst breakup is not uh, your divorce. <laughs> like you're like, oh man, the 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 saddest one probably when I was 21, not the not, not when I had like vowed to spend my life with somebody. Getting cheated on still burns a little bit worse than just getting like like treated like shit. Sure, like, yeah. When you're treated like shit, you can be like, okay, like I can make the decision that this isn't going well and I'm going to leave. But when you like something happens behind your back, you just feel like such a fucking idiot. When they told you, so your friend told you, mm-hmm. um, like how, did that register right away with you or were you kind of like in denial about it? I or? was pretty shocked actually. Yeah. yeah, it was it wasn't like I knew that things weren't going great with me and my boyfriend. But my roommate and I were like still like having dinner together and hanging out and like oh going God. out to the bars and like she was borrowing my clothes and borrowing my car. How did oh, she act like that? The whole like so she was acting cool with you, just yeah. like that is and insidious. She, she seemed surprised that I was mad. She was like, "Well, 
you said that you might break up with him anyways because you weren't sure that things were going great or that there was much of a future there. And I was like, I did not say you should fuck him because I, I may or may not at some point break up with him. And I had made like a passing comment at one point, just kind of joking that her her boyfriend, oh yeah, she was cheating on her boyfriend with him too. So she also was with somebody um, that she lived with previously. And I had like made a joke that like he would like, personality wise we would have been better matches for each other and she was like and now you can date him because i'm gonna leave him and i was <laughs> like oh what the fuck so she was really <laughs> she was really doing you a favor she thought yeah in yeah. her mind so, yeah. You out. Kind of, yeah. so you didn't want to do the shania twain thing i did like not that, no? it was very bizarre even like i can still picture like where we were sitting and what she was wearing because the whole thing just felt surreal i was like what is happening but yeah that's the sort of uh surprise that feels surreal right yeah you, you kind of like take like off an from out your of body, body a little bit yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. i think i spent like two days like in bed face down just like crying and then i was like this is fine <laughs> so okay will give us a, a breakup story okay so this this story goes way back to when i moved to california uh from massachusetts i lived there for a period of time and uh when i left massachusetts i broke up with my girlfriend who i did not Want to bring with me to California sure. and continue date because continue to date because I had, I felt like going to California was something best done while single. Did you move to get away from her? At I all? did. I did not. I okay. moved to go to brewing school. Um, but uh, we had tried to break up, or I had tried to end the relationship several times prior to this. But this was going to be the final. The final event because I was leaving the state. Oh and my god! Why? Why did? It, why was it so difficult? Was well, there like a death in a family and then like holidays and then I mean she was tenacious um and she she didn't she didn't ever give up and uh she would bring me iced coffees like just so I would talk to her because she knew I really liked iced coffee. And <laughs> this is uh, while you're dating already. No, when I when you need I, an iced coffee to get your girlfriend <laughs> to talk to you, Will. Um well, she knew that I would I would probably take the bait with the iced coffee. Um, and then, like, one time I broke up with her and she wouldn't... She sat in front of the door to my room and she wouldn't leave until I unbroke up with her. And so I couldn't get out of my room. And she said if I touched her that she was going to call the cops and tell them that I was abusing her. So, yeah, there were there were some things going on. Um, that pro- is tenacious. Pro- yeah, she, she, was a, she was a go-getter. Um... <laughs> And, uh, so we moved to, or I moved to California and, uh, and ended it. And, uh, she decided that she was going to take some, uh, some proprietary material from our relationship, um, <laughs> and share it with my parents. What do you, what, what do you mean? A dick pic. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and, you know... There wasn't a lot of of identifying uh, material in the photograph, but uh, there was a watch on my wrist <laughs> that my parents had given to me as a graduation present, um, which kind of kind of gave it away. And at that point, you know, I'm I'm only 27 years old at this time in my life, and my dad has to call her mom. <laughs> And explain the situation and how this woman should probably never contact me again. Did and your dad send the dick pic to her mom? <laughs> <laughs> like, your daughter sent us this picture of my son. I don't know if he did, but I do know that my dad was working in higher education at the time. And the dick pic went to his work email address. Oh, oh my God. Not cool. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't great. So she, did she write something with it or just the picture? Was she like, hey, just want you to take a peek at this real quick. <laughs> Does no, this look familiar? She just sent the photo. Yeah, okay, just just the photo and no message. Uh, no message. Huh. And um, they knew. They obviously knew who she was. I yeah. dated, dated her for a long time. You know, they they had met many times and knew each other well. And uh, they they were enthusiastic supporters of the breakup after that. You know, what would have been a good move for your parents is just sending back like a picture of you naked in the tub as a kid. <laughs> that that would have been gr- that would have been great, but uh, they the, that opportunity's gone. <laughs> All right, Scott, let's get into your breakup. You got to okay. have at least one yeah, one good I have breakup. A couple. They're just awkward stories at the end. Like the so this one was shortly after my divorce, and I was kind of on the rebound, and I met this woman, and it was just supposed to be like a fling. Sure. We both said just want something casual. 
But it was kind of clear earlier on that she wanted something more. Like she was always trying to make plans. Like she was first week, she's like, I'm going on this trip for work. You want to come with me? I was like, no. In a week? Yeah, I was like, within a week. Yeah. And then within that month, which is like July, she, what are you doing New Year's Eve? (laughs) Wait, it's in July. She's asking about New Year's Eve. Okay. I said, I just, I thought we're just going to have fun. We're not having, oh yeah, you know, I just want to have fun. Yeah, just casual relationship. New Year's Eve is fun. Well, that is fun. (laughs) But anyway, so this went on for a couple of months. And then uh, a coworker invited me over for dinner. His girlfriend was going to be cooking dinner. So we went over for the dinner. It was a fairly nice dinner. And at one point, his girlfriend asked me, because we had talked before at, at a business function about travel. And I said, I want to go to Italy. She goes, you're going to go to Italy this year? And I said, no, I don't have enough vacation time anymore. And then my girlfriend said, oh, you should come with me to California. And I said, well, I just said I don't have vacation time. That's why I'm not going yeah. to Italy. So we finished like dessert. And then we got in the car. And we had like a 45-minute ride ahead of us. She immediately goes, you never want to go anywhere with me. Why didn't you want? So I don't have a vacation. <laughs> so I, you know, this is a relationship that I should have broken up before then. So at this point, I was like, we should just break up. So then she starts crying and yelling and alternate for 45 minutes, alternating between crying and then yelling at me, telling me what a liar and a jerk I am. And so I finally get her to her place. I'm like, thank God this is over. And she goes, are you going to come inside? I was like, <laughs> What? She, she, she no. can't say goodbye to me in the car. And I was like, I can't. Is that a rule? I know. So stupidly, I said, okay, fine, I'll go inside. Oh my God, breakups say, are so hard. We'll when say, the other person's like, no, we can't leave it like this right now. Right. Let's leave it in 10 minutes. And you're like, okay. So, so we go up to her apartment and we get there. And she offers me a drink. I was like, no, thanks. I'm just, <laughs> was, she trying, was she trying to seduce you? Not really. It's weird. She just won't, didn't want to let go. She wanted you to change your mind. She's going to get you drunk so and then, then get you back into the relationship. She should have tried the ice Yes, yeah, so then she's on the couch, and I think she gave me a hug. Oh, we say goodbye or whatever, but she's like, hold on a minute. She goes, up. and she goes, will you hold me? I'm going to go to bed. Will you hold me? So, so she actually gets naked in the bed <laughs> and wants me to lie down next to her and hold her. And so I do, fully clothed, although trying to keep my sneakers off off the bed. <laughs> how courteous and i'm holding her, i'm like like how long am i supposed she's to... naked the whole time yeah you're fully clothed yeah oh my god yeah so she's like on her back and i'm on my side like spooning her kind of like all right is this like this seems like enough 30 seconds i think is enough <laughs> and it's like I, I, I have to go so that was it that was the end of the relationship, that was, the end of it, was yeah. you leaving her naked in her bed yeah. after spooning her for 30 seconds fully clothed. <laughs> I, it, seemed, it could have been a lot longer. I don't know how long it was. but It probably God, felt man. like a long time. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people will say that they are not, that they're okay with a relationship being casual when that's really not true, just to try oh, yeah. and like get you to engage in that type of they're romantic like, yeah, behavior yeah, with exactly. them in the first place. Oh, you'll change your mind. Yeah, yeah, like once I got my hooks in this one, he's he's going to come around. Although That's when Sarah Sean, and I started, Sean I thought... broke up with me. Yeah, I thought that we would be pretty casual, yeah. and uh, and then eventually we weren't. We now were for we're a long time, but... Yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. I wasn't out there, like, meeting other women and, like, you know, going out all the time. So we were together, like, most nights. So, so that it worked in this particular case. I think it mm. did work. I mean, I think the best way to like approach a relationship is like to not hope, like not expect a oh, future like that. Yeah, yeah. But mm. Sean, Sean has come out of that with the the new theory that you should always break up with someone before you date them seriously to see how they handle it. <laughs> he broke up with me, and I was like, "Well, this sucks," but I guess this was fun knowing you, and I like cried, and then I was like, "Okay, bye." And then he was like, oh, that was interesting and cool. Maybe I do like her. I'd never had that experience in a breakup before. All of my breakups have been sort of harsh, uh, difficult to leave. Like this sort of hold me naked. You know, <laughs> that sort of thing happens. And so it was like almost like alien to me that a person would be like, I'm sad but I'll be okay. <laughs> like, that was so insane to me. And then afterwards, I was like, I mean, she seemed pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, that, that's totally a Sarah thing to say, though. Like, yeah. I, yeah. Like, I can, I can completely imagine her saying that. Yeah, so uh, that was not my worst breakup, was not with my wife. 
Wife number two. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I feel like that if you if you break up with somebody, every single relationship you're in, you have the op. That's pretty high risk strategy there, though, mm-hmm. because sometimes when you break up with somebody, they, they don't, don't want, want you to back. get back. <laughs> right. Exactly. Um, that is a high risk. It's high risk, high reward, though, my oh, friend. There you go. There you didn't you go. wait that long either. I think had you waited a lot longer, I would have been like, no. Nah, it's like a so. week. Like or, it was like four days. I like it was like the next day that I was like, I think I made a mistake, but then I was like, I should give this a few days so i have a similar like sort of litmus test for my my relationships that i enter into i you know if i'm dating somebody for a while i like to have them pick me up in their car and then i hop in with a full beer and see what their reaction is (laughs) (laughs) and uh do you make them open the door for you (laughs) um and well i've got one for them too and because i'm courteous oh god uh, Theirs is closed, right? What? Of, theirs is a closed beer because of well, the open container Well, I open it, I open it for them when I get into the car, <laughs> and I just see how they react. And it doesn't really matter if they're not okay, if they're not okay with it. Like that's that's still you can still pass if you're not okay with it. But why are you worried about them passing? Like they might be like. <laughs> Yeah, this dude does not pass my don't get into my car with an open beer test. I, admit, admittedly, I haven't done this for like seven years. This was more of a 20s activity. Okay. Than, you uh, ate a lot of jello activity. shots in the back of my car. Oh, I, I did dip into the jello shots like pretty heavily. That is true. Um, but uh, that hardly counts as an open container. It's really a food. That's you know? sharp. But. Um, but yeah, so I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm not really a fan of litmus tests in relationships. I think that's hilarious. <laughs> it's a good idea. Um, I had, oh man, I haven't had that many breakups because I haven't like dated that many people. So uh, you're serial also like a monogamous, serial monogamous. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so I was married and then I went to my wife and I was like, I want a divorce. <laughs> it was pretty intense. And she was like... Let's go to marriage counseling. And we did. Three times. It's awful. Right? That's a... <laughs> did you do marriage? No. Oh, it sucks. That's the longest breakup is like going... Did you uh, Did you guys talk at all outside of marriage counseling? Because we only talked at marriage counseling. That sounds excruciating. Yeah, we would like... We would not talk to each other for a full week, living separately, not texting, not talking on the phone, nothing. And then we would just like see each other in the lobby... Of the counselor's yeah, place and just like what we did wait, you. really? Yeah. yeah, it's very clinical and cold. And, wow. yeah. yeah, and then when we ended it, um, you know, we had talked about it. We were like, let's just end this, right? And we went in for the last appointment, just like to not break an appointment, I guess. And we were talking to the marriage counselor, and we were like, yeah, we think that we're like done here. And she's like, oh, good, you guys worked everything out. <laughs> we're like, no, 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 we're we're going to get divorced. <laughs> do you think she says that for every... Do you think yeah. the marriage counselor says that for everybody who cancels appointments? Or I do you felt, think that she really thought that you guys yeah. had a chance? Yeah, I felt like our marriage counselor kept being like, I'm not here to make you stay together. You can happily leave separate <laughs> was lives. Was she winking at you? Yeah, I was like, oh, I feel like it was... Well, this is our second marriage counselor. My husband did not like the first marriage counselor because she was a woman, and he felt like she was taking my side because she was a woman, sure. which is a little of light course. on my... Yeah, that <laughs> my is, previous that is relationship. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, so we switched yeah. to a male marriage counselor um, who was fine or whatever, but he was the one that kept being like, "Like you don't, you guys don't have to stay together." And like, he did actually not... take your side. Kind of. Yeah. I would love if your male marriage counselor like pulled into the parking lot in like a lifted Chevy and like high fived your ex husband with like truck nuts hanging from the uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's like and he's like, now this is a marriage counselor. <laughs> so I'm the only one at this table who has not been divorced. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. That's correct. Yeah, well, you're all alone over there. Yeah, get married so you can get divorced. Well, yeah. well, I, I I was engaged once and. And she was she was a very wealthy woman. She was a very um, she was a very sort of fancy woman, uh, <laughs> winemaker in uh, in Northern Virginia. And um, so similar to Sarah, I found out that she had been um, cheating on me for a uh, for an extended period of time. Um, the only difference is that uh, she was flying her uh, her new 
her her side piece in from California and uh, and banging him on the during the week while I was in D.C. working and then flying him back to California on the weekends when I would go out to Virginia to hang out with our. And you guys, wow. Did you guys live together yet? At that we point? we were living together. We were sh- splitting an apartment in D.C. and then she had her house out in the countryside in Northern Virginia that I would go out and uh, hang out there on the weekends. Could um, you have hold, held off on like breaking up with her? Get married get half that money and move on with your life i mean that would that was my plan (laughs) unfortunately she probably sniffed it out and uh and torpedoed the relationship intentionally there would have been a prenup there anyways with that kind of money oh there definitely would have been a prenup none none of it was her money anyways it was all her stepfathers Uh, so you know yeah so you weren't getting i I don't think I, i don't think i was getting anything not 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 once the relationship was over i had to i had to keep putting in the hours to get to stay on that gravy train <laughs> um all right well we've probably got enough on here to to go ahead and uh go to the debate unless anybody has a anything else that they want to add from breakups no all right cool all right um so hey everybody thanks for listening scott thanks for being a guest this no you're week. welcome thanks for having me will derrigan thanks for coming in oh my god thanks for the invitation and Sarah Morgan, thank you for being in this place that we live in together. Thank you for having me. <laughs> uh, next up is the debate, uh, recorded live at Maggie's Lounge every Friday night, 7 p.m. So come down and join us sometime. All right, there are too many good debates on this episode, so I had to cut it into two parts. So you'll get half of them today, and then I will drop the other half of this podcast on Thursday. So keep an eye out for that. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Pick a Side, Stupid. Our first debate will be between Brandon Topp and Sarah Morgan. Brandon, do you want to go first or second? Uh, I'll try second. Okay, Sarah, your question is from Sarah Morgan. (laughs) All right, all right, fine. <laughs> fine. Your question is from Meg Connolly. She asks, uh, better breakup method, letter or text message? I think I'm going to go with letter, um, mostly because I'm a coward and I have an iPhone and like seeing those little dots of them <laughs> potentially like responding is more than I could handle. So I'm probably going to write a letter um, and then I might just move so that they can't write back to me. Um, I might also change my name, my hair color and like maybe get across the country or even even out of the country. Maybe I'll just go to Canada and hide. I do not like confrontation. It is very hard for me to have it. I don't like breaking up with people. Um, I like to just fade away quietly, and I feel like a letter could do that. And also, I could rewrite it a million times and stew over it and just let it keep me up at night being like, was that the right word to use? Um, yeah. Yeah, letters are great for fading away. They're really, they're really great for fading away. My problem with letters is I never know if they went where I sent them. I don't know if it's because, like, I'm a millennial and I rely on technology so much. But I put it in the box and I'm like, fuck, I just threw away that rent check. That's gone. And so I think I just send the text just for the certainty. You see the dots, you're like, all right, they got it, good. Throw my phone out the window. I think that's a, um, a really excellent point, but I'm old and used to the USPS as a means of communication. Um, <laughs> but I also think that like my backup plan of like concocting a new identity will protect me from um, the chance that my letter doesn't go through because I'll be gone or I'll be a whole new person, so it'll be fine. Um, also, like, if they want to keep it as a memento, they can frame it. They can read it. They can be like, hey, that bitch broke up with me. Let's review it. I got to break up. Time. <laughs> All great points. All great points. And it's really hard to hate on letters. But another issue with them is, is deciding how you're going to write them. I mean, am I going to type and then print out? Then I got to go find a printer and find 50 cents. I can't pay with my debit card ever at the printer. Or I could handwrite it, but then is my handwriting strong enough or is it too sweet? 
Are they going to think, you know, if I put a little heart over my eye, it means there's a chance of us getting back together? <laughs> there's so much to think about. If I send a text message, the font's always the same. You know what you're Time. Doing. All right, I got to hand the win here to Brandon Top. Also, if I ever get a letter from Sarah, I'm not opening it now. Uh, <laughs> all right, next up, everybody, please welcome Bill McMorrow. Hey, Bill. I didn't know you were coming, so I put you in the gauntlet. Oh, God damn it. Time. <laughs> Brandon, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. What's this? What's the topic tonight? What's uh, well, How come we don't have the fucking? We're playing. Uh, we're Is that? Are we saving that for the studio? We're playing musical Is Sarah instrument. Putting all of her into the studio. Come out to the comedy studio Sunday night. Yeah, we're that's doing right. this at the new comedy studio. <laughs> fucking all of you. What is this? A birthday? Who are you people? <laughs> Sorry, I have questions, but I have limited time. Bill, right. speaking of limited time, let's get down to it. Your question <laughs> is from Kyle Mangan. He says, "You're sick of your girlfriend. You're gonna have to hypothetical I'm this one guys. because yeah, I can't okay. Be sick of her Hypothetically, anymore. you're sick of your girlfriend. How do you spice things up? Break Murder. up with her? <laughs> Break up with her or propose to her? Murder. I break. You know what? Uh, break it up with people doesn't spice things up. Or it could, but you wouldn't know because you're never going to see them again if you do it right, you know? So you marry her and you fuck everything up good. And she watches that credit score. Fucking, you know, because, cause, you know, they, they tell you. It go, it's like a fucking... You ever hear somebody say slippery slope? That's all about your credit score. Hey, who's got a cre good credit score in here right now? How many people? So that's like fucking 10 people out of a room of 50. Anybody want to co-sign on a loan? Because I got some things that I need to do to my house. And apparently I'm not mature enough to take money out of a bank. You know, the money doesn't actually come from a bank. They just say that they have the money. We're not going on the gold standard anymore, guys. It could all crash at any minute. So, yeah, girlfriend. No, wife. What? Time. Time. Um, I'm not sure how much my finances would spice up any of my relationships, so I think I'm going to go with the breakup. And I understand if you do it right, you never talk to the person again, depending on your definition of right, though. What if you do want to keep it going a little bit? What if you want a little bit less of a relationship? What if you want those nice snuggles, but you don't want those awkward morning conversations? I think you can break up and still keep something going on, and that's a fun thing to do, too. You just described marriage. <laughs> Occasionally there's snuggles. Well, whatever. You know, there's fucking food in the fridge. The cats seem to get along. You know, you don't know because you're not home all day. Chick you know what? They got cameras. I need to get a camera. I got to get a camera for my house because, listen, I got two cats. I used to have three. I don't have time to get into why one of them died. Let's just say... Let's just say it happens, and it's probably going to happen Time. Again. Yeah, but I think we lost sight of the actual question, is, which is spicing up a relationship. <laughs> like, just like pointing out that marriage is boring doesn't really tell me that that's going to spice it up, staying in it. You're like, oh, yeah, monotony, that'll make sex better tonight. I don't know. Maybe a big argument. Maybe me storming out and saying, fuck you, and then showing up at 3 in the morning with a knock on the door and saying, just kidding. <laughs> All right. Uh, look, solid points on both sides, but I got to hand the win here to Bill McMorrow. Oh, Is this a bracket? Am I in a bracket? Bill, you're on the I... bracket now, so you can sit down. Oh, thank God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the fact that Brandon was like, I think Bill got a little off topic means Brandon is definitely new to this show, right? Like, <laughs> he has not been here before. <laughs> Okay, uh, so first up in the bracket, everybody please welcome Ethan Diamond and Danya Traumer. 
So, Danya, do you want to go first or second? First, yeah. Okay. Your question is from Steve Albert. He asks, uh, do you need to find someone new with the same name, or can you just get the tattoo removed? Um, I'm going with uh, find someone new with the same name. Do you know how much a tattoo costs? Fuck yeah. That bitch has flowers and shit all over it. I made that pretty. Uh, I think it's pretty easy to find someone named Brian, you know? I think, I think that'd be pretty, pretty good. Also, tattoo removal fucking hurts. Get red skin and shit. Scabs. I have enough scabs, all right? I, I'm a gross woman, all right? Also, it's on my vagina. I don't want to get that removed. So... Keep it shaved, baby. Keep it shaved. So, if I'm not shaving my vagina, what side am I arguing? <laughs> it sounds like you're going to pay to have the tattoo removed. Oh. Is, is there any wiggle room? Can I just tell him it was, like, a, my favorite dog? <laughs> Because that's definitely what I do. <laughs> be like, oh, Jesse? Yeah, no, Jesse was just the best out of the seven labs I've owned. Uh, tattoo, I have to argue tattoo removal? God. Uh, yeah, why not? We have whiteout, we have control Z. Your body's just, whatever. Your body's just a canvas you're fucking around with. We like to say it's permanent, but we're all gonna die. <laughs> my vagina <laughs> going back to it also do you know what my job is I don't have one how am I paying for tattoo removal I can't do that do you know how scary lasers are they're used to kill spies all right I don't want this is like a gold finger scenario when I'm on a slab of goddamn gold there's an ex-nazi being like you want Brian gone from your vagina time <laughs> Look, as a man covered in tattoos, I have never once thought, well, I'm getting one. What will Nazis think about this? <laughs> I get them for me, okay? I get them for the Nazis. You get them for the Nazis? That's weird. <laughs> That's really weird. Uh, look, you can make a mistake, and then you can delete that mistake with laser tattoo removal, but I'm not gonna do- Time. All right, well, this is a very difficult choice, but I think I have to hand the win to Danya Tromer. <laughs> okay, next up, everybody, please welcome Jeremiah Broderick and Sean Clark. Okay. Jeremiah, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Sean, your I question... I Jeremiah, so I'll go first. <laughs> your question is from Tyler Derniak. He asks... I know him. Do you keep your ex's well-thought-out and wonderful presents or throw them away? Well, I have to say, yes, you keep the presents because I still have... Well, it's not from her, though. It's from her mother. She knit me, like an Afghan, and this thing is like 300, like this thing has to go for at least $500, and you keep that because, you know, they got to keep my shitty high school memories, and it's like, I could have used those to write a bunch of like, Limp Biscuit or Simple Plan, or like Newfound Glory songs, so she got to keep that, like the blanket's all I need, because honestly, that blanket's gonna be good for like, that's an heirloom, like I'll give it to my son, and then he'll give it to his son, and then... It'll just be like, uh, I mean, that's what keeps me warm at night. You know, not like the memories of her. It's this literal blanket that is giving me warmth right there. And also, I earned that blanket. <laughs> I earned it! See, 
I've never dated anyone with blanket money before. <laughs> I, th this, is, this is the one gift I have. It is a duct tape wallet. This is my one gift from an ex I still have. I should have thrown this away. It is a duct tape wallet. This should have been in the trash. I only date poor people. Now you don't need blanket money because love don't cost a thing, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. And also, this girlfriend didn't love me. Her mother did. <laughs> she knit me that because I was the only good guy she dated. Like, I was that, she dated all these jerks, these losers, like the cool guys. So I was like the black sheep. So she knit me a black wool Afghan to, so I could drape over me and complete that goal. Like, I was a person who would have given her grandchildren. Now it's Afghan money. Ooh. Real fancy now. Yeah, no, you, you should throw it away. I threw, I, I throw it all away because it breaks, because it's cheap stuff. That's my answer. All right. Uh, ooh, I think each one of you won one of those rounds. But in the end, I have to hand the win here to Sean Clark. So next up, please welcome Sean Rosa and Ben Quick. Sean Rosa, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay, Ben, your question is from Sarah Morgan. She asks, <laughs> she asks, what music helps you get through the breakup? Sad boy emo or, <laughs> or rage-filled angry shit? Sad boy emo. Yeah, come on. I know you guys want to look at me and pretend like I'm going to go rage out and get all mad and get indignant, but you know what you're supposed to do after a breakup? You know what everyone says? Pick yourself up and keep living your life just like you were before. And that's mostly what I listen to right now. There's just a lot of stuff that everyone goes, why am I in your car? Can you drop me off? And I'm not going to go over a bridge with you because you're going to pull over to jump, aren't you? I'm not... You listen to the sad shit. That's the only people that you can go, yes, I get you. And I feel at home now in understanding these emotional things. And you cry in that car by yourself because you are all you have, ever. No matter how good it goes, the only way you don't die alone is if it's a plane crash. You understand? All right. Guys, y'all know me. Just a happy-go-lucky fella, not into any of that sad boy stuff, you know. I've never, I've never expressed my love of the band Radiohead on this stage <laughs> through shirt or any other means. Yeah, I'm, I, I am also an angry man, a vengeful god. That's why I'm listening to Thrash. I am listening to. Like, more thrash? <laughs> I'm listening to Grindcore. You know Grindcore. Where it's like, it, it grinds to the core. Yeah, you don't need to be sad, ever. And, and that's coming from me. Never be sad. Be angry. Because they hurt you. And they need to feel hurt through the music that you're listening Time. to in your own brain. That's right, you heard it from Sean, guys. If there's one thing this world needs, it's more single, st sad, straight white men to be more angry. That's, that's what America needs right now, is more anger from the sad, straight white men. No, embrace the sadness. You're a threat to no one but maybe your own wrists that way. Thank you. Oh, that was, sorry, I still have, to, I have 12 seconds to address it. Come on, really, that, that's where I lost you? All right, great, have a great night. Time. Listen, we have a mental health issue in this country and nothing else. There's no other deeper cause to that. 
It's all dudes listening to The Cure. That's why they did it. It's all about how she was never going to come back to you. And that's why 13 other people who had nothing to Time. do with it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. And you're both so good. Um, all right. Well, I can hand the win here to Sean Rosa. Next up, everybody please welcome May Keith and Will Durgan. Okay, May, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Will. Thank you. Your question is from Sarah Morgan. Oh, I, I've heard of her. <laughs> she asks, you just got dumped. Do you work on your revenge body or eat your feelings until it doesn't hurt anymore? Well, it's tough to go after uh, Suicide Squad, but um, <laughs> I've been dumped a number of times in the last 16, 24 months, and I've been working on my revenge body the entire time. I still gain weight, but I feel like it's muscle, and that's what my friends tell me. And uh, I like to go to Chipotle after I go to the gym. Time. So you work on your revenge body. That's your answer, yeah, right? Got it. Cool. Yeah, I'm going to eat my feelings um, because that feels nice. That feels comforting. And if I'm being honest, the revenge body that I want to go after is my ex's sister. Like, that's who I'm going to bang, and I'm going to eat my feelings. You know what I mean? <laughs> Admittedly tough to rebut that one. <laughs> I still have man boobs. 24 months later. That's it. <laughs> Capitulation. Yeah, so uh, eat your feelings. It'll make you feel good. It'll make your ex's sister feel good. And it's really going to make you feel good when you see the look on your ex's face when he walks in. <laughs> All right, I got to hand the win here to May Keith. Next up, please welcome Chloe Cunha and Sammy Anderson. I can't even rule against you tonight, can I? <laughs> you have a lot of friends here. Do you want a crowd or what? <laughs> uh, Chloe, do you, do you want to go first or second? I'll go second. Okay. Sammy, your question is, uh, someone you did not consider, this is from Meg Connolly. She asks, someone you did not consider your partner is breaking up with you. <laughs> Should you... Go on a reckless rebound anyway. Yeah. I mean, you all know what he's talking about. That's someone that you're like, you're pining for, and you're like, no, but like, we talked at work, like, we might kiss, like that breakup, right? Sure, maybe. Maybe. Shh, I'm doing a thing. Shh. Right? So that might be what you're talking about. Like, I get it. It's happened, whatever. I'm in a relationship, but Guy Fieri breaks up with me every day that he doesn't come home to my house. Every day. I love him. I love him. I love... I really love Bruce Willis. I don't know why. I think maybe because my mom likes him, which is weird. Like, I don't want to have a threesome with my mom and Bruce Willis, but... But I'm still, like, a little sad that he's never kissed me. Richard Dawson... I know this is a young crowd. Richard Dawson was the old man who kissed all the ladies on the mouth on Family Feud, right? Yeah. Right? 
Wrong time. Time. Okay, so so just to just to get a hold of things, I I didn't think I was dating this person. I feel like that describes um, every man I've ever been on a date with. Uh, I used to do that in my old heterosexual days. Um, and it was real sad for them. I'm, I'm wearing a shirt that a, I guess he was my ex gave me after I was like, oh no, we're not doing that. And it says, roar, it means love you in dinosaur. Um, yeah, that was his way of telling me he loved me. It was sad. Uh, so yeah, I don't need to, I, well, look, I don't need to go on a reckless rebound. I'm just gonna continue to, to have sex with women. Is that, does that count as a, I'm, is that, that's not reckless. That's just bounding. It's just a red, no. Time. <laughs> just for the record, you can be reckless with the boobies too, just saying. Um, so you, the, you're not ex- gave you that shirt, right? That's unfortunate. I mean, for him, it's a nice shirt. I like it. I like girls too, so high five. All right, my ex gave me HPV. Um, so I'ma just like, you know you know what Guy Fieri gave me? He gave me diners, drive-ins, and dives, so. Time. Oh boy, I uh... I feel like I've completely lost the thread. Um, <laughs> but this has been real fun. I, um, I, <laughs> I think I'm probably going to lose. But it's nice being up on stage with you. Um, I, I got dumped on New Year's once. That was sad. <laughs> and she didn't even give me a fucking shirt. The hell? <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Uh, I also slept with someone. Time. <laughs> All right, I got Haley Wynn here to Sammy Anderson. <laughs> Next up, everybody, please welcome James Creelman and Tyler Derniak. James, do you want to go first or second? Okay, so Tyler is going first. Tyler, your question is from Zach Jones. He asks, what thing are you excited that you can do now that you're broken up with? I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant? Or I can put my arms around every boy I see. <laughs> Sinead O'Connor, okay. I, I feel like this is a trick question because when I go to a fancy restaurant, I'm putting my arms around every boy I see because that's the best part about being single. What are you going to do if not put your arms around every boy, girl, child? Maybe not child. <laughs> But you got to put your arms around people. And now you can do it with anyone, providing they want you to. Oh, no one's pro-consent here? That's fine. I guess. But no, it's all, about, it's all about finally being able to express your love of humanity and love of other people and just, you know, being able to put your arms around some people. Hugs are good. So I'm guessing it was unclear. You want to be able to hug young boys now is the thing. Okay, so that's... I don't want to sound like a, a jerk or anything. That's kind of just not my thing. I'm not into hugging uh, random boys. I, I like to give the boys uh, their space. Uh, I like to go to fancy restaurants. I was in a relationship. I wasn't allowed to do that, apparently. Uh, now the relationship's over. Uh, if I have to choose one, uh, hugging boys, I have no interest in going to restaurants. Fucking awesome. I'm going to pick that uh, every day of the week. Uh, I love those restaurants. I was never able to go before. And uh, I'll bring my adult friends, and maybe we'll high five. We're not going to get too touchy-feely. And that's all. Yeah. 
Unlike my opponent, I'm fiscally responsible. Both things provide you joy. Only one of them is free. You can hug as many people as you can grab. Hugging boys might be free for now. In the long run, you're really going to pay for that. Uh, I'm telling you. The restaurant, you can go to Chili's. They have a great deal. Three for $10, you get an appetizer, so you get a soup, you get uh, your uh, drink, I usually get a Dr. Pepper, and you get your entree. I recommend uh, the margarita chicken. Here's the bonus. You're a rewards member, you get free chips and salsa. Yes, for $10. Yeah, it comes... Time! (laughs) It's just not a fancy restaurant. Uh, It's not a fancy restaurant. But that's what he was doing before he broke up. He was going to Chili's, and now he's free to go to the fancy restaurant... I gotta hand the win here to James Creel, man. Okay. Next up, everybody, please welcome Corey Saunders and Zach Jones. Zach, do you want to go first or second? Okay. Fucking bring it. Corey, your question is from Katie Dungar. She asks, will you avoid your mutual hangout spots or, uh, out of respect for the other person, or uh, say fuck it and claim them as your own? First, let me say that I was highly uncomfortable by the Nambla meeting during the last round. In reference to your question, I'm the person who will show up at the bar where we used to hang out and just sit there. And I will watch him sit there with his friends, with his family, and I'll just stare. And I'll say, you miss me, don't you? You're uncomfortable, aren't you? Yeah, how does this feel? Remember how you cheated on me? Remember how you wouldn't get off your ass and get your own piece of pizza? That's a real breakup I had. He wouldn't get his own piece of pizza, remember that? I'm gonna sit here and remind you every day, motherfucker, every day. The thing is, though, Corey, is that you can do that, uh, and it's like a like a, an aggressive move. When I do that, the police get called. <laughs> There's this weird ex-boyfriend standing in the corner of the room eyeing everybody. It does not work out for me. I can't do that in any sort of cool or menacing way. I can only do that in a way where I get maced at the end of the night. And uh, for that reason, I am going to avoid it altogether. There are plenty of hangout spots around there. And you know what? They had shitty taste anyway. They wanted to go to that place because there was fucking half-priced margaritas. And you know what? I don't even like margaritas. I'm going to the beer bar instead. So fuck them and their bad taste. First of all, what monster doesn't like half-priced margaritas? Thank you. And I'm petty as fuck, Corey for President 2020. I'm announcing my campaign now. And three, the reason you can't do that, Zach, is because of the mustache. (laughs) The mustache is only like a week or so old, and the arrest record goes way back further than that. So I don't know if that's accurate or not. Um... And uh, I'll tell you who doesn't like uh, half-priced margaritas. Me, the monster who you do not want in your mutual hangout spots. Uh, I'm going to stay away, and I'm doing you a goddamn favor. Well, Zach, you might be right, but the win still goes to Corey Saunders here. All right, next up... Everybody, please welcome Ted Pettingal and Bill McMorrow. Oh, hey, Bill. Hey, Bill. Ted, do you want to go first or second? Uh, God help me, but I'll go second, Sean. Okay. <laughs> Bill, just a reminder here. You have to pick a side. Dude, listen. 
If fucking Sammy Anderson does not win this fucking show, she brought fucking 26 fucking people. Like, you got the fucking stones to fucking say, oh, Sammy doesn't win. Do it. Do it. Tell him right now that Sammy's uh, eliminated. This isn't yeah, going to work. Yeah, that's what okay. I got. All right, let's continue. Dude, polyphonic spree. Boom. Nailed it, Rick. <laughs> Rick's... I don't know. That was Rick's joke. Bill, your question so is from Zach Jones. Don't. He pointed. Did he point? He says Zach Jones and everybody says it. And Zach points <laughs> at the fucking sky. Why don't you just yeah. drink the fucking Kool-Aid now? For it's a nice right. tradition that we have. Well, the Catholic Church has some traditions, too. And I'm not. Yeah. All right. Your I'm question is for. Yeah. Yeah. I'll say it. I'll say it right to the Pope's face. I don't give a fuck. Time. Your question. I feel like I covered everything I wanted to say anyways. <laughs> pretty much. Oh, open the fucking weed stores. I did it all. Bye. Would yeah, you rather. Would you Marijuana rather, is my passion. Would you rather. Would you rather be broken up with on your birthday or Christmas? Well, Christmas, I get to keep the gifts that I bought for someone. And so if it's my birthday, I lose gifts. If I If it's Christmas, I... Lose, I lose gift most. Uh, not Christmas, yeah. Because then I, uh, no, wait a minute. What if you're born on Christmas? Um, December 25th is actually someone's birthday, so I'm sure that it's God's birthday, guys. Pay attention to what I'm saying up here. Oh, nobody goes to church? Oh, yeah, you got all mad when I fucking touched you when I talked about the Catholic Church. But now I'm bringing up good things like it's his birthday and he, Christmas. So just to be clear, I'm defending. <laughs> I'm defending. I, I would rather be broken up with on my birthday. Yeah. <laughs> What's annoying is, I looked at the card and he has my name written on the back. Like he saved this the whole night to ask for me, and this is by far the worst question all night. I know I'm not going to get any points by shitting on it. Oh, there's so many good ones that actually pertain to my life. Um, oh, so if I had to choose, which I don't, but uh, I would rather be broken up with on my birthday um, because that's already the saddest day of the year. And <laughs> I'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm a failure. You don't want to be with me. I need to grow up. I know that already. It's my birthday. Another time. The best thing about getting broken up with on Christmas is that you'll still be really fucking sad for New Year's. <laughs> so you got that going. You get broken up with on your birthday. When's your birthday? I don't know any of your birthdays. Yeah, I'm friends with most of you on Facebook. I don't give a fuck. I do. I do. Everybody, let's go around the room. Everybody, when's your birthday? Christmas, if you get breaking up with on Christmas, you convert to Judaism, whatever. Did I say that right? Did I say it the bad Time. way? Time. That's, uh, that's not how you convert to Judaism. Uh, unless your ex cuts off part of your dick, uh, then you are in the club. Uh, But if your ex cuts off part of your dick on your birthday, oh, that's just one less candle somebody has to blow out. <laughs> Time. All right. I got to hand the win here to Ted Pettingal. Good luck losing to Sammy, Ted. <laughs> was pick a side, stupid. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Okay, that is part one of our breakups debate. Listen on Thursday for part two. And if you want to catch a live show, I will be hosting Open Mic Comedy at Sally O'Brien's at 7.30 p.m. every Monday. 
I'll be at the Poor House at 8 p.m. every Wednesday night in the basement. We got half price chicken there. It's a great show, different show every week. And I host this very debate show every Friday night at Maggie's Lounge in Quincy, 7 p.m. Come down and see us sometime. And if you don't live in the Boston area, maybe you're in New York, California, maybe you're even in Australia. I noticed that we've got some friends down there now. Uh, you can check out my stand-up comedy album on iTunes, Amazon, wherever. It's called 100 Problems, so just look up Sean Carter, 100 Problems, and uh, there's some more content for you. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back Thursday.